Welcome to the Couragepreneur Podcast. The podcast for people who want to be more resilient in life and business by developing their courage muscle to live life, love life, and be their absolute best. Now, let's go live to your host, Pix Jonathan. G'day there and welcome to another episode of the Couragepreneur podcast. Pix Jonathan here and I've got the awesome privilege and honour of interviewing the amazing Paul Rogers. So g'day Paul, how are you? I'm good, thank you very much. What a wonderful introduction, thank you. <laughs> and you're tuning in all the way from um, Canada, so Quebec in Canada, so it's cool over there and warm over here. Uh, absolutely, my, I made a snowman with my son today, so that just gives you an idea. <laughs> Wow, so that's that's good snow that can actually stick together then? Yeah, I mean, it's warmer, so it sticks together. When it gets cold, it just, just doesn't do anything in your hands. So, yeah, I'm, I'm happy with that. Yeah, fantastic. And we'll, we'll touch on your story, Paul. You have an incredible journey of overcoming traumatic brain injury and also PTSD. And you've been on the dark side. You've been a commercial, excuse me, a commercial lawyer and now you're transformation expert. So, wow, you have one incredible journey. So it's all about courage. Yeah, absolutely. And I and, know and, uh, that, that I love the word couragepreneur because um, Pix was actually a guest on my show and completely rocked it. So um, <laughs> this is kind of a return match. But yes, I mean, to overcome any obstacle, whether it's sort of like we are now in, in COVID, the lockdowns which are coming, it all takes courage. Mm. And that is kind of the central thing. But it's it's a kind of the willow wisp thing. It's like you can't get hold of it, but it's also this makes a good Christmas game. Some of you can't get hold of, which everyone has. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, and you know, I think courage is something which is even though you're scared and there is fear, mm. that you still do it, do it. anyway. Yeah. And, yeah. and and that's what that's how the courage in my book is measured. Yeah, um, I actually have a beautiful um, like. Um, plaque on my desk and it says courage courage doesn't mean you don't feel afraid it means you don't let fear stop you and I'm all about courage and resilience so you've touched on courage so I really appreciate that Paul and yeah what I like to do is go through the acronym of courage so we'll do that shortly but you know you've had the highs and the lows the ups and the downs both personally and professionally but what was one time specifically when you were feeling less than courageous uh this one's uh <laughs> this one's pretty easy because my big change in my professional life was i've been a commercial lawyer so sort of the worst of the worst <laughs> and um i'd been a commercial lawyer for 10 years and i was actually pretty successful and I decided to quit the law to become a kite surfing instructor. And As you do, commercial lawyer, well, yeah. kite surfing instructor. Yeah, makes sense. Well, you know, familiarity is that I wore a suit. This just happened to be a wetsuit. And I went to board meetings every day. So uh, <laughs> I love it. But no, I mean, it was the biggest difficulty was second guessing yourself. You know, mm -hmm. did I make the right decision? And then once you start to open that door, even just a fraction, all the other doubts come running through. So 
that was kind of where you have to actually keep keep where you were and hold your nerve mm. and that's what takes actually a different type of courage to think well I've done it now Let's just keep going. Yeah, back yourself. <clears throat> Absolutely. Absolutely. And for those, I love that analogy about suit wearing and board board meetings. Uh, um, for those listening to our audio, Paul <laughs> has a bandana on and he's got dreadlocks, so he's not your traditional corporate lawyer. <laughs> not anymore, but uh, at the time you have to dress the part, so I had my short buzz cut stuff, but then kind of surfer, hey, you've got to dress that part too. Fantastic. So, uh, Love it. Yeah, yeah. So what traits made you feel less than courageous then? Well, I, I always used to be a perfectionist, mm-hmm. um, which, and, and what I realised is I never set clear personal boundaries for myself. I, I'm the kind of person who loves to over-deliver and provide value. Mm-hmm. So being a perfectionist and no, not having any clear boundaries is really a big problem. And another thing which I now do is I never used to practice self-compassion. It was kind of one of those things I'd get round to one day when I wasn't so busy. Um, So it was all kind of external focused rather than internal focused. Mm -hmm. Mm. I love that. And we will touch on that in our courage acronym about, you know, self-compassion, because that's really important. And I said on previous podcasts that people think that's selfish. It's actually self-full and and soulful because you literally have to put that metaphorical oxygen mask on yourself. And I laugh at that analogy now in the times we're in. But Paul, you stepping out of corporate lawyer into kite surfing, instructing, and doing what you do now, being a transformation expert. So, what was one time in particular that you were feeling courageous, like on top of the world? Um, there is times when actually, and, and I believe adversity is a really good teacher. Um, so it may not be, it may not be my top of the world, but it was a time where I really had to dig deep for some courage. And I was very pleased to find it. I, I had to, unfortunately, we'll touch on this a bit later. I had to go through a, a brain surgery mm-hmm. and, that took enormous amount of courage because I was terrified. Anyone mm-hmm. who's going to be messing around inside your head, that's kind of pretty scary. And the, <laughs> the courage to be able to do that, to actually say, I am going to turn up, I'm going to present my body and I'm just going to hope for the best. Mm. And one thing that really helped is that when I spoke to my surgeon, I said, have I got a choice? And he said, no, you haven't got a wow. choice. And so that's kind of like stopping the, you know, the, the, the second guessing yourself Mm. coming in. So for me, although it wasn't one of my highest points, I made, I've made it a highest point as far as my, my graph of measuring courage. Wow. On a scale of one to 10, you've got people going to operate on (laughs) your big supercomputer in your head. That's pretty damn courageous. And, and Paul, can you share a little bit for the benefit of our audience about your TBI, your um, tra- traumatic brain injury, how it came about? Sure. I mean, um, yeah. anyone who is standing up, I suggest you sit down at this point because this is so bizarre. In fact, you've got more chance of actually going up to a complete stranger and guessing their mobile number absolutely correct 
than what happens next. So in 19th of March, 2018, uh, I live in uh, Quebec and at the time I was living in North Quebec and there's a lot of snow by March. So I was driving back from picking my son up who was then two from daycare. My wife was sat in the back with him and I was with my big white husky Malibu. We were driving home when um, we passed over an unmanned railway crossing and a train hit the car and it T-boned the car. Um, it destroyed the car, it destroyed us. And we were then, my wife and I, to wake up 10 days later in ICU with life-changing injuries. Mm -hmm. um, TBI, which I actually, in all fairness, had to go and look up because I had no idea what a TBI was. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when people say life-changing injuries, I never really got that until actually you everything need. you know disappears everything mm. so I have PTSD but kind of being run over by a train kind of does that to you so you know I think I'm allowed that yeah, um, yeah. and my wife and I suffer from both from um, the TBI um, but with same accident but very very different paths mm -hmm. um, mm. and um Equally barbaric, my, my wife had to, was emergency, had to have a large part of her skull removed to let the swelling the pressure. Um, mm -hmm. pressure go. Unfortunately, mine was at the front and around the back of my neck. So they couldn't do the operation, so they just had to let me swell. Um, so it was kind of like when the tide goes out, the full injuries were recognised, but what they knew was a smashed skull, broken C6, broken two uh, Belkin, uh, broken L3 and four lumbers. Um, yeah, so it was as, you know, catastrophic as it can come. And mm -hmm. my parents, this is how bad it was. My parents got actually the call, which no parent yeah, or grandparent ever wants to say goodbye. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they had to come and turn my machine off and say goodbye. Yeah. Um, which, I mean, you know, breaks my heart um, now to sort of, put myself in their shoes yeah and um, that's definitely the call that no parent wants to receive and I certainly resonate yours was a train mine was a Mack truck 40 ton laden with oranges but we both obviously woohoo courageously yeah, lived to tell the tale um and sadly your beautiful Alaskan Malamute wasn't yeah, no, so he, fortunate no he wasn't and the uh, the mm. I mean this this really and I tell this story not for sympathy and pity but actually to explain and show a story of beauty, love, and compassion. That when the firefighters told us that when the train hit, um, he jumped over mm. the back seat to land on top of my wife and two-year-old. Mm. And uh, he saved them for certainly being killed, but at the same time, he gave his own life. Yeah. And the, the the moral of that story is that even though things look as destructive, as bleak, as dark as possible, there is always a story of beauty, love, mm. compassion, if you are willing to look for it and discover it. Yeah, and, you know, the ultimate sacrifice. And you've still got a beautiful wife and son, so that's just wonderful. And, and so now yeah. we'll move on to our acronym of courage because I like to keep things simple and basically yeah. I've got the acronym of courage. So our first letter, Paul, is C. So how do you best connect and communicate with others, either personally or professionally? 
I, I think being authentic is really important because, you know, <laughs> I kind of, you kind of see what you get with me, which I think is, is good. And I also, one of my big communication tools is I love to make people laugh. And I think anyone who can laugh and smile, that's my kind of person. Mm -hmm. So um, that's how I approach it. I, I kind of think, well, if you like me, you like me. If you don't, you don't. Like, <laughs> that's your problem. If you don't, find someone else because exactly. <laughs> you're not I, I, my no, tribe. Yeah. No, I, I like me. And so from that point of view, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that because we actually connected through the gorgeous Olga. So kudos yeah. to Olga Cofton. Like she actually suggested that we connect and we do have a lot of synchronicities there and just mm -hmm. love it. So um, just amazing. And, you know, social media, it can be a weapon. It's also an incredibly powerful tool. So and you're using it for good. And so yes. I love that, too. Our next letter is O, open heart. You have a huge heart, Paul. Um, so what is an open heart? What does that mean to you? To me, it kind of means what society always warns you about, which is wearing your heart on your sleeve. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I was guilty of not doing that. Well, I kind of think that when I used my head, that got me to my lawyer position. What changed for me mm. was then I started listening to my heart at that mm. point. So ever since then, I kind of, I think I rely and I listen to it. That little voice inside for me is my, where my heart is. And it's never, it's never let me down. Yeah. And so that's an important message, I think, for people to get out of their heads. Yeah, that authenticity and, you know, when you, I mean, going from lawyer to Kite surfer, yeah, just having that open heart and being open-minded too and to back mm -hmm. yourself. So kudos to you, you know, it is such a, a left-field thing, but, you know, you backed yourself, so good on you. And, Paul, as I said, ex-corporate lawyer, two kite mm -hmm. surfer, two transformation expert, lived experience. What makes Paul Rogers uniquely you? Um, I'm quite lucky and... When I say lucky, um, when I was 45, so two years ago, I actually discovered what I now know is my true purpose and passion. I thought I got it before. I thought I had nailed it as a lawyer. I thought I nailed it as a kite surfing instructor and a teacher, but I hadn't because now I know what that is. And my true purpose and passion is to help others. It's very, very simple, but I feel... I feel enormously blessed to have that. And I don't regret what's happened because mm -hmm. that brought me to this point. And exactly, it's made you who you are. And, mm. you know, we're right smack bang still in the middle of COVID. And I've got my Santa hat on for those listening to the audio because it is the like three days out. I'm actually, and not downplaying what's happened, the tragedy, the mm. trauma, the loss of COVID that's happened in COVID. But I'm actually mm. very grateful myself because I lost my full-time job. And it's like, okay, I lost that income. But then I, you said you found your purpose and passion like after 45 and kind of reversed the numbers at 54. I've, I've literally, well, I had that passion, but it was kind of latent. And, mm. you know, I just love the fact that you're all about, like Paul Rogers is uniquely himself about helping others and inspiring others. And mm. uh, just the heart that gives gathers. And so being able to do that and change lives and transform the lives of others, 
there really is no greater gift. Uh, to be honest, you know, I realised that the material things and stuff mm. at which I accumulated in great quantities didn't actually make me happy. And I yeah. know it sounds really cheesy, but this is the truth. I mean, you don't want you, mm. you don't make millions being a kite surfer. It's just not how it rolls. Yeah. But you yeah. know, but it doesn't matter because mm. I've got to meet people all over the world. Yeah. And you know, I, I was having a ball. Um, yeah, I remember reading a quote: "He who he or she who dies with the most toys still dies." So don't yeah. wait to find out you're dying to start living. And I love the fact that you're living a life on purpose, a life of passion. So that's great. Now, life and business is all about relationships, Paul. So mm. our next letter in our Courage acronym is R. So what is one relationship tip that you've learnt to develop real relationships? It's, it, you're going to spot there's a common theme here. Be you, be yourself, mm. because by being yourself, not allowing others to change you, you attract the right people to you mm. and you repel the ones who are not for you. I mean, I always liken this to ice cream salesman. You don't want to sell every flavor. You just want to sell two flavors and be the best ever at selling mm. those two because the right people will come. Mm. Um, if you want strawberry, hey, that's down the road. But the people who like vanilla and chocolate, that's yeah. fine. You're my type of person. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, a confused mind says no. So if you're trying to be everything to everyone, mm. you'll attract nobody because they're not clear on what you're doing. And, and courtesy mm. of what we're going through, I'm actually really clear on who I'm attracting. And, again, I'm authentic, same as you. Like I've got a bloody Santa hat on doing an interview like that's me I like to have fun and you're exactly the same and like we just so connected because I guess we're operating at that frequency your vibe does attract your tribe and and you know there's been a couple of people that have unfollowed me that's fine they're not my tribe <laughs> absolutely no I, I agree and you know to be honest people spend too many times chasing rabbits down holes which actually <laughs> you don't need to the right yeah. people i mean bob berg in his wonderful book says and it says oh the go-giver the right... mm -hmm. yes the goat and he says how do you find the right people mm. you don't they find you yeah you be the right person you be you just do you and i love exactly. that because i tend to say a lot of the letter you rather than y-o-u because that is unique and yeah awesome so fantastic um, your amazing attitude, Paul. You have an incredible positive attitude. We're not upbeat all the time. We are humans. But how do you maintain your amazing attitude? Um, I've become very observant to things. In, in when, you, when you've had a brush with this sort of your mortality, you become very observant. <laughs> so I now look at everything, every, every person, everything as a teacher. Um, and it's to teach life lessons. And if you don't learn those lessons, they'll keep coming around and around until you learn them. Yeah. Once yeah. you've learned them, you move on to the next one. So at the moment, my best teacher is my five-year-old son. Mm. He's continually teaching me the lesson, lesson of patience, uh, which I have to work on every day. As a day. parent. <laughs> That's yeah, a work in progress. Absolutely. Any parent who's going into the Christmas thing with hot, with kids on holiday, they're going to get that. So just look at your child as somebody who is teaching the continued lesson of patience. 
Mm, I love that. Yeah. So, yeah, just patience and also like just being present in the moment. Exactly. That helps with your amazing attitude as well. So I'd like to ask you, our letter G stands for grateful. What is one thing you're grateful for? Um, this is, um, I mean, for me, this is very personal. Um, um, what I'm really grateful for is the opportunity to see my now five-year-old grow up mm-hmm. and also having my um, rock and best friend, my wife, mm-hmm. beside me because mm-hmm. Both of those were ripped away from me and I didn't even know if they were alive. Mm, mm. So I'm grateful for that because um, it just makes me appreciate them and, 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 and how, you know, how going forward is so, so important. And I will say, like, for all three of you to go through that train wreck like, mm. and come out the other side, albeit altered but different people, um, is just so incredible really it's almost a miracle so just amazing and and yeah to be grateful for each other each and every day even though we can take people for granted myself included I still do that I take what I have and who I am and who's in my life for granted on occasion but then there's a bit of a love slap going you know what my life is pretty damn good be Mm. grateful and I write down um five things I'm grateful for in my little gold book of gratitude each and every night. I aim to do it every night, but sometimes I just don't. Uh, And that just, it rewires your brain into that frequency of gratitude, which just when the more you appreciate, appreciates more. And And I I have a gratitude uh, journal as well. Um, And I keep a count of the days. I'm actually, this is kind of cool. I'm on 222nd day today of my gratitude journal. So I'm. Wow, what a special number. Look at that. And the date for me is the 22nd. The date for you is the 21st. But how cool is that? 222nd on the 22nd. There are no coincidences, my friend, as you know that. I do. I do. We've discussed that previously. So our last letter in our courage acronym, Paul, is enjoy life. Like you enjoy life, but how do you enjoy life? I enjoy it one step at a time because, as you pointed out, it's not all sunshine and rainbows. There mm-hmm. are difficult days, and this goes for everyone. So it's I take it one step at a time. I stay as much as I possibly can in the moment rather than worrying what's gone on in the past mm-hmm. or even what's going to happen in the future. I just try to stay now and here yeah i I like to refer to like the statement like the past is the past the future is the future the only time we have right now is the present that's why it's such a gift Mm. and you know what very seasonal at the moment as well so wonderful quote (laughs) yeah yeah fantastic and look knowledge is powerful paul and you Mm. with your corporate career and also your kite surfing have had to learn knowledge um, but it's all about taking action. So what is one thing about courage that you would like our listeners to take action on today, tomorrow, this week, next week, whatever? So one thing to take action on with courage. I, it's, I think it's very simple. It's don't put off tomorrow what you can do today mm. um, because you can't take time for granted. It's not a guaranteed mm. right that every day you wake up. Because one day, as sad as it is, it will not you it will not be there anymore. Yes. And yeah. therefore, 
we need to it's no point pretending that it's going to be something you need to live it now yeah and that's so yeah. true and you know as simple as it is we complicate it and we don't do it you know it, so if you yeah. want to have that vanilla ice cream or that chocolate ice cream fine if you want the strawberry go down to the strawberry ice cream vendor just live in the now yeah that mm. that's so good just do it now so that's wonderful sage advice and yeah, is there anything else you'd like to add to our listeners, Paul? I mean, um, I, if people want to get hold of me, I know it's mostly going to be in the show notes, um, mm-hmm. but I'm very active on LinkedIn. That's where I also um, chat with the wonderful pics as well. So um, apparently there's lots of Paul Rogerses. Who knew? So um, <laughs> you can find me under Paul S. S. Rogers. Rogers. Yes. And yeah, that's my is my middle name. I didn't just make that. And also look for the weird dude with dreadlocks. You can't miss me. <laughs> uh, and and for the or listeners, I'm white, so that even makes it even more weird. Um, you can also reach me at Paul at takeactionacademy.ca. Um, I'm on Facebook under Paul Rogers. Um, mm-hmm. so very happy to chat, you know, with this. It's a conversation like this with Pix is going to be the same thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it'd be great to tr- talk to people. Fantastic. And you can dance in the circumstance and have that courageous journey with the awesome Paul. Like so, that. Paul, look, it's <laughs> been an absolute privilege and honor to interview you, have a chat, share a little bit about your courageous story of coping with TBI and PTSD and just that message of inspiration and hope. So, mm. Yeah, wishing you a happy, healthy future life with your beautiful wife and son and and your tribe and our tribe as well. So thank you so much for your time today and wishing you all the very best. Thank you and same to you too. Thanks so much. Cheers. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. You've been listening to the Couragepreneur podcast. If you haven't already, please remember to subscribe so you're the first to know each time we publish a new show. Are you ready to live more courageously and be more resilient? And you know, this is something you need help with. We've created a gift just for you. It's the Trilogy of Courage special podcast series. And you can access at pixjohnnison.com forward slash podcast series. That's pixjohnnison.com forward slash podcast series. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time.